the wise man listens, for without wise leadership, the nation falls. Welcome back to the episode of this podcast. Tune in to everything fitness, faith, and more. Without wasting time, let's dive straight into today's episode about how we need to have wisdom, about how God wants us to have wisdom in our venture in life. And a story in reference to the Bible that we all know, hopefully that we all know to an extent, is the Garden of Eden. And in the Garden of Eden, it talks about how sin was the beginning, and that's how sin began. And it led to a result of you know, Adam and Eve not listening. They didn't have you know, the wisdom to actually listen to God's teaching, God's instruction to stay away from the tree of forbidden of evil and staying away from this tree of knowledge of good and evil was the tree that they were inherently supposed to stay away from and you know eve was enticed by the devil was in the form of a serpent the snake to entice eve to eat the fruit and you know there are many ways and many forms of temptation aside from the devil's enticement like food per se is a form of temptation Food looks appealing, it looks pleasing to the eye, and we begin to indulge in food as of food is enhanced. It's a necessity for survival, not only just that as of it is, but Eve was enticed to eat the apples. She didn't really have wisdom to know what was right from what was wrong. The devil enticed Eve to eat the fruit, for God won't know, for you will have wisdom to know what is right from what is wrong. Yet again, Eve began to eat from, eat from the apple, and once she did, she gave Adam a bite. Their eyes became fully open. They both knew that they had no clothes on. They both felt ashamed. God came in the cold midst of the day, found out Adam and Eve were hiding, and then later found out that these two Adam and Eve had disobeyed God's instruction, God's teaching, and sin began. And we can infer from this from this story, right, that Adam and Eve didn't have the the wisdom to to listen to God's teaching and instruction to stay away from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And well, they didn't listen, so God had to kick them out of the garden later on into the story. And this goes to show how the the devil continues to roam around like a a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, just like how he was. In the beginning of Garden of Eden, it says so in the Bible that out of all the creatures God had created, the serpent was the most craftiest of them all. And the the snake, the serpent, the devil, the adversary did just that by tricking Eve into thinking she would have wisdom like no other. The wisdom to know from what is right from what is wrong. And you can see later in the story into what exactly happened as a result. They both got kicked out of the garden. They both weren't in the fullness of, of purity once they once they fell into sin. They were still God's t- children until at the point in which they began to, to sin. The fullness and purity of who God was now wasn't in alignment with Adam and Eve for which they sinned. And that's the whole beginning of sin and how it really has led towards 
time today. And really for me, it's just crazy really thinking about how innovative and how the world really has led to its appearance and structure today. Even thinking about what life was like back in the days in which Jesus was was present on this earth, just thinking about it seems, I want to say, I don't want to say unimaginable, but I really can't imagine a world exactly what it would look like to to that structure what the world would look like back in that time just thinking about it is really mind-blowing but anyways not to not to carry off the topic wisdom and having wisdom and teaching and instruction for the book of proverbs talks about talks about a the teaching of a father towards his son and how we must continue to obey our parents for we will live a long life for we must honor our father and mother for death do us part so our days shall be numbered onto this very earth. And it's a scripture that I take with me. And just to reflect back on life, really, and use it as a reference point towards wisdom. And even when we're going out in the everyday lives, we can look at wisdom, discernment, having the ability to make the right decision, to know what is right, know what is wrong. And... Decisions, opportunities, I don't want to say opportunities, but decisions are present in our life every day and we have the ability to make the right decision, the right decision that is reflective of who Christ is, the right decision that is in alignment to who God is, his image, and who God wants his children, us, to be in his eyes. And that's the ideal decision God wants us to make every single day without even thinking about it, rather than making a decision that leads towards a path of darkness, a path of sin, a path of misjudgment, I want to say, a path that deals in a lack of improper judgment. And when we stay off the wrong path, the path that doesn't lead towards the righteousness of God, it begins to have an effect onto our lives. Even how minute or how small we think these consequences may play, every small decision that we make, small or major, is is going to is going to have a consequence. And ideally you want to make the right decision that's gonna benefit the kingdom of God, that's gonna benefit, you know, the Lord and be able to come in full reverence before and upon the Lord. You must be sure to make the right decisions, no matter how hard decisions are in life or no matter how good it may feel to make a certain decision. Always, one question that I would always ask myself really is this decision that I'm going to make, said decision, is it a decision that is reflective of who Christ is? Love, joy, peace, happiness. Or is it a decision of darkness of the enemy, whether it's lust, sin, iniquity, strife, enmity. And when I ask this question myself, it really gives me the opportunity to just think about if I make this decision, where is it going to lead me? What path is it going to lead me on? And being able to just think about decisions more more deeply and think about 
what could it really internally affect you, maybe mentally as well as spiritually. I do know for a fact that it can have a a significant impact on the ability to make the right decision that's going to benefit God's kingdom. And in the book of Proverbs, it talks about having wisdom for without wise leadership, a nation falls. And what that scripture really means for without wise leadership, a nation falls. For without wise leadership, we could refer to it as said leader who is in charge of a party, economic party, or in charge of leading a specific group, or in charge of, you could even say a, a club, a book club, or some sort of, you know, a small assembly where people get together. So we have, for without wise leadership, the leader must be able to have a strong attribute in communication, empathy, being able to present specific traits that are in alignment to God, as well as having the wisdom, judgment, discernment to know what is right from what is wrong. I do say to have the discernment to know what is right from what is wrong. And it's it's a small gesture from what I was typically reading from Proverbs that it really talks about knowing and knowing the right decision and being able to think about our consequences before we even get placed into having to make a decision by knowing and acting in accordance to making the right choice. It's going to allow us to grow in the word. So without wise leadership, the leader must have the ability to, to have the right discernment, to make that discernment, for the people who follow him or her, the leader, the leader, right, for instance, the leader is a male or female. So the people who actually are listening to said leader are going to be listening to what the leader has to say. So the leader needs to be able to be full of wisdom, full of teaching and instruction. So that individual can lead the group of people towards the, the right path in life. For without wise leadership, the nation falls. And the nation can be referred to as the people. So the people, are, or the small assembly in this case, in this case are the people that look up to the leader. So whatever the leader provides, whatever instructions and teachings amongst the people, the people receive the teachings, they receive the instructions, and they it begins to over overseek into their life and it begins to become replication of of how they begin to live their life as a result of listening to the, to the leader's teachings to the leader's instruction for without wise leadership a nation falls so we can say in the scripture if the leader isn't say in the word of god if the leader doesn't have the the right judgment the right wisdom in accordance to who Christ is, we can then say that the people who are supporting the leader are going to live a life that is not in accordance to the will of God. They're going to live a life that doesn't serve God's purpose. So their lives is going to be lives in relation towards the opposition of Christ. So we could say darkness, all these things that aren't of Christ, right? And the book of Proverbs, like I said before, is a book about a father towards his son, about how the some must have wisdom, you know, teaching instruction, must listen to the, the parents as well as their father and mother so that they shall not be numbered. They can live a long life as well as just being sure to 
listen towards the teachings of of your parents, as important as it is so you can live a long life, your days will not be numbered. And even in myself, <laughs> it's it's a book of the Bible that is really, it's really deep, it's really thought out, and there's a lot of gold words in there, so much truth in that scripture as it is as of itself, and it really explains a lot about how we, including myself, need to have more wisdom, need to have more discernment, have the right judgment into our lives so we can be able to make better decisions on a day-by-day basis. Whether it's avoiding sin, whether it's avoiding people that we're actually interacting with who could lead us down the wrong path, whether it's succumbing to our flesh, our leslie nature, being able to think deeply about everything and everything in life, being able to pay attention to the smallest of information, the smallest of details that may seem to just get bias in life is going to make the world of a difference. And by being able to put ourselves out there, by being able to have the right judgment, always thinking about the next step, always thinking about our decisions, thinking about the consequences of making that decision is going to define the placement of where we truly get to become in the eyes of the Lord. To become more like Christ himself. Don't you think that making decisions like this of itself is going to be of most importance before God himself I'd hope that without a doubt that by tuning into this podcast you're more encouraged to really just feel more inclined to make the right decision in the eyes of the Lord so every decision that you may arrive at in your near future is going to be a reflection of Christ and who Christ strives each and every single one, one of us to be in this life that God has placed us in. That's it. That's all for today's episode of the Fit and Faith Revelation Podcast. Again, I had to switch up today's episode and bring in some Christian heat. But if you learned anything different by tuning into today's episode, I more than encourage you share with a friend or family. Subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. And we will just catch you up on these upcoming episodes as I will have them coming continuously. That wraps it up.